I talk about a lot of products that can make your life easier, and I use and love Tearmender. It's been around since 1932. It's an adhesive to repair tears in all types of clothing, fabrics, leather, vinyl, footwear, and buttons. Tearmender can also repair canvas awnings, tents, carpet, and fabric furniture. It's one product you've got to have around your home, and it's a must-have for all your winter projects. Tearmender is available at your local hardware store, Amazon, or find a store at Tearmender.com and more great make-do and men's solutions and ideas. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, the weekend it is. Welcome aboard at home with Gary Sullivan. Thanks for joining me. This hour is brought to you by Easy Breathe. In fact, you can get the best pricing all year. Right now, you can save $250 during the month of August. You just give them a call or go to their website and you'll find their phone number. It's letter E, letter Z, breathe.com. Easy Breathe, the healthy Happy home, people. And we thank them very much for sponsoring this hour of At Home with Gary Sullivan. All right, the phone lines are open for you. If you'd like to give us a call, we'd be happy to talk about your home project. It's 800-823-8255. And I've got a long, long list today. So uh, I'd rather talk to you um, about your specific project. But I have a long list of some of the things uh, we've been kicking around for a while, and that is, you know, energy savings and maintenance of our homes. And, you know, I, I still have a, a a big concern, quite honestly, about the energy prices going into the winter, especially with the winter that they're kind of looking at uh, in the Farmer's Almanac, you know, being kind of severe. So different things that you might want to address now, as I was talking to my friend Ron Wilson, I was talking about one of the most difficult things to do is to motivate people to take a um, take action on something that may happen. Um, you know, it's hard enough getting people to uh, take action on a pro or on something about your house that's wrong. For instance, paint's peeling at the base of a door jam. Well, that's because water's getting in there. It's peeling the paint. Well, you're probably going to take action because it looks bad. But when you start talking about, well, it might be a pretty tough uh, winter in the next few months, and maybe there's some things we should prepare our house for. Maybe there's some things we can do to minimize costs. That's a different ballgame. That takes a little bit of... Uh, I don't know, knowledge that that's something you should do. And then it also takes, you know, a little bit of inspiration that says I'm going to do it. So anyway, the phone lines are yours at 800 
And uh, let's kick off uh, the show with uh, my namesake, Gary. Gary, welcome. Listener. Yes. And you've helped me numerous times on projects, and I've got another one. All right. About 10 years ago, I I have a really large deck. And about 10 years ago, um, you were talking about one-time wood. Uh Uh-huh. And I did did my whole deck in one-time wood, and it needs to be done again. Good. And I know that you, a while ago, you responded about, you kind of said, well, there's a better product out there now, or you weren't. Um, no, so no. I'm kind of I, wondering, like, what I. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you want to know, should you do one-time wood again, or should you use something else? Is that what you're asking? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, well, I really don't know. Um, I yeah. also have another deck in Wisconsin I have to do, and I did one-time wood there about eight years ago. And it's gonna, it's kind of ready to go again. Yeah. Well, any type of deck sealer that you can get six to eight years out of, I think, is phenomenally fantastic. Um, yeah. And you know, quite honestly, if you had that success with it, I'd use it again. Um, okay. One reason why I quit talking about it as much as I did ten years ago was I found a lot of people were misapplying it and then would become oh, unhappy of no fault of the product. The product okay. did exactly what it was supposed to do. And for folks that don't know, one-time wood is, there is no, it's a liquid solid. There is no oil base to it. There is no water base. So a liquid solid actually cures it doesn't dry it cures there's a difference and what makes one time wood cure is the uv rays of the sun and so as the one time wood migrates into the wood and continues to migrate it is curing with the sun so when i say misapplication i don't know if everybody really understood um, what I was saying, and I'm not sure anybody read the directions, but if it didn't get sunshine, it wasn't going to cure, so it stayed tacky. So then people would write me and say, oh, man, you know, I put this on my deck and it's tacky, it won't dry, and ask enough questions. Well, it should have never been applied there, that's all. So the one-time uh, okay. wood is a phenomenal product. It, it is one of the most fun products that I've talked about. And everybody I talk to, Gary... Um, you know, six, eight, ten years later, has the same success that you have. You know, like, man, that really held up. So, and it's still available. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you use that, I would definitely use it again. All right. And I have one more question about one-time wood. I have a, an unopened gallon in my garage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still going to be good? Um, I would think so, unless that think? garage got down below freezing multiple times. And it did not. Okay. And it, it so I would say it would be good. If you'd want to check, you can go to their website and just give them a call um, and, okay. and double check me. But is the, the rule of thumb on most products, as long as it hasn't went through multiple freeze-thaw cycles, you should be good to go. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Very good, Gary. Get get to get busy. Thank you. you. Have a great day. You bet. You bet. All right. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Yeah, onetime.com. If I'm not, it might be onetimewood.com. I have to look that up. But 
One time wood. Yeah, it's good product. We talked about it for years and years and years. All right, uh, let's go to Joe. Joe, welcome. Hello, good morning. Morning. I have a house that was built in about the 1960s, and I have a ceramic bathtub. And mm-hmm. under the bath mat, it's getting rusty and staining the bath mat. And I try to, like a CLR product, to get rid of the rust. But what do I do to preserve what's left of it or coat it with? Well, um, how old is that bathtub, you say? Uh, this house was built in the 60s. Okay, so it's a cast iron tub? I presume so. And is it it's porcelain coated? or? Yes, it's a yeah, white one. Yeah, so that porcelain's kind of uh, becoming porous, and the moisture is getting to the cast iron, and the cast iron is rusting. Right. So, so there's more going on than just a rust stain. Right. I presume it's not soft to stand on or anything like that. It's just right. rusty. So the only way you're really going to do that is to um, refinish that tub, replace that tub, or have a liner installed over that tub. Okay. So there's three choices the... there. Okay. And all of them have a little different price tag and a little bit more success than the others. If you okay. were to replace it, or let's let's start with the refinish. If you were to refinish that, uh, my experience is the do-it-yourself products that are in the market are okay at best. I would have it professionally refinished. There is a company okay. called Miracle Method. That will come in, they will sand it down, they will seal it, they will use a primer that is very proprietary, uh, meaning they got the uh, golden elephant, (laughs) and then they'll put two coats of a finish over there, epoxy based, which will give you a great look, and it'll probably cost you 500 bucks. But it'll be good to go, and it will last. The, the next thing I would take a look at is if you were going to put a liner over it, there's companies like Bath Fitter and Rebath and all of that. They can make a, um, a liner uh, similar to like a hot tub plastic would be, and it would fit directly over that tub. They'd change out the plumbing to fit the liner um and reinstall and that might be you know 1500 to 2000 then replacing the tub on those older homes is really tough and very expensive there's a ledge that goes behind into that plaster and the way it's built in it's pretty much you'd redo that whole bathroom and you could redoing a whole bathroom like that and replacing that tub you could be North of $8,000. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Joe. Thank you for calling. All right. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Pat. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right, uh, Liz and Jan, if you could sit tight, I want to bring in Ron Wilson, uh, give you some tips on things to do around your garden and landscaping this time of year. That's what's up next, and we'll continue. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. If you don't have a list of things to do around the house, Gary will find something for you at 1-800-823-TALK. You're at home with Gary Sullivan.
Well, you walk into your vacation rental or your home and, ooh, boy, does it smell. Well, it's been closed up for a while or maybe the previous residents left their smells behind. Got the answer. It's odor exit. Musty smells, smoke smells, body odor. Get rid of it now with AQM, Air Quality Manager, at odorexit.com. It's a safe gas that travels throughout the room by a fan. It gets rid of all those smells and more. Visit odorexit.com. Get 10% off. Go to odorexit.com. Did you know that indoor air is five times more polluted than outdoor air? Are you working from home? Do you have a gym or playroom in your basement? Breathing clean air is important for our health, and that's why I love my Easy Breathe Ventilation System. System. It replaces dirty indoor air with cleaner, healthier air. And right now, get the best pricing all year. Save $250 during the month of August. Call today, 866-822-7328 or visit easybreathe.com. Easy Breathe, the healthy, happy home people. Looking for an easy way to boost your home's curb appeal? Well, let me give you a tip. A new Clopay garage door can transform your home and be installed by a pro in less than a day. From the classic charm of a carriage house door to sleek, modern designs in steel and wood, a Clopay garage door will refresh your home and increase its value. Browse a wide selection of door styles and find a Clopay dealer near you by visiting clopaydoor.com. Hi, it's Gary Selvin here. Are you tired of looking at your drab outdoor concrete surfaces? Well, cover your dull concrete and transform the look of your home in a weekend. You can use Roller Rock, a rollable stone coating from Dice Coatings. Roller Rock is a tough stone coating you can apply by using a roller and brush to dramatically improve the surface all around your home or business with a real stone finish that lasts. Roller Rock comes in 15 colors, so go and plan your next project at DiceCoatings.com. All right, back at it we go. 21 minutes after the top of the hour. You're at home with Gary Sullivan, and I thank you. Working around the home together. It's time to bring in our 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 yard boy himself, Mr. Wilson. His website is ronwilsononline.com. And Mr. Wilson, how are you today? I'm great. I have a home improvement question for you, if I may ask, please. You may. And then I've got a couple questions for you. How do you turn the light on in the studio? A couple years ago, well, it could have been five years ago, you and I were at a home and uh, and garden show. Mm -hmm. It's a company there that uh, took bathtubs and then cut them out so they were step-ins. Uh-huh. Are there companies out there still do that? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. I I actually saw a do-it-yourself kit. (laughs) Yeah, the one I'm familiar with, uh, yeah, I don't know about the do-it-yourself well, kit. Well, no, but, but I just saw the kit, and I thought, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, and I and I don't know what's involved, but the company I remember that we saw that day was pretty cool because they actually cut out the side of the tub, and you actually saved that piece. Then they finished it where it was actually, you know, a walk-in, um, and, and then if you sold your home, you could actually reinstall that piece of the tub back in so my my point being is if you were going to do something like that i mean as we age in place that's a big buzzword in remodeling right now aging in place and uh, you know the step in uh tubs is a big part of that right but you got to think about down the road selling the house Uh, can you reinstall that do you have to then put a liner over do you have to tear the whole tub out 
you know, it could be additional expenses on the other end. So, you know, a do-it-yourself, I'm guessing you're not going to be able to do all that. I don't want to do it myself. I just saw that they actually had kits for that, and I was just curious if they were Yeah. Because they, yeah. they even show where you can slide a door down in that thing. Yes, yes, yes. So you wouldn't yes. even have to put the piece. I mean, you could throw your other right. piece away. That you could. Yes, they definitely have that where you can put a door in there and still use the tub feature. So I would say, you know, cost-wise, instead of redoing the whole bathroom, you could just do that. And it is for aging in place. Well, yeah, and, you know, I mean, absolutely. you can, And you can still have the tub. You could still have the shower. Right. So it's like everything else. Yes, they are out there to answer your question and get, a, you know, a couple multiple bids and decide what features you want because just from talking to you, we've already – talked about a couple of features whether you want just an opening whether you want the door whether you want to use it as a tub also but yeah that's a that's a big that's a big business right now well, i mean if you're talking i don't know what it costs fifteen hundred two thousand dollars versus sure. eight thousand to redo the whole bathroom well yeah when you get into those homes built in the 40s 50s and 60s and, and those tubs 50s. are tucked in there with the plaster and all that lath, I mean, you just don't go in there and pull out a tub and cut it up and carry it out. It's one of those old. I think it's a, it's like ceramic too. I mean, it's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, usually it's cast iron with like a porcelain coating. Yeah, over it. that's what it is. Yeah, and that porcelain fails, and that's so they can still so they can still uh, cut that and do that. Yes, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's interesting. Most definitely. Most and definitely. have you had seen reviews with that? I mean, yeah. Oh, been they've success- been good. Sure. Good. Yeah, it's a. Like I said, it's a big business now. The whole aging in place thing is becoming really important with the housing prices. And a lot of people, uh, you know, that are older senior citizens, they've got their house paid off. They they, they don't want to be uprooted. They don't want to be looking at another place to go. I don't blame them. And this, uh, you know, making that home more, you know, you, you're a little bit handicapped, not fully handicapped, but you're a little handicapped, making it more uh, your home more negotiable is mm-hmm. uh, is is big business, like I say. Is that what you're going through right now? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, it <laughs> won't be far, brother. <laughs> well, you're older than me, and that's why I look up to you yeah, to see yeah, what's yeah. going to happen to me as I go down the road. So one little lap around the sun, you make it sound like a <laughs> me big too. Deal. I'm the youngest around here. Good lord. Hey, I got a question. Yes, sir. I'm ready because I know this is your sweet spot, and I know a lot of people are looking at it right now. Northern grasses. I have a sweet spot. You do wow. to talk about. Okay. Northern grasses. You know, it's it's you know the time of year. I think we start thinking about seeding. We start thinking about weed killing. We got all this stuff. If you got stuff in your yard, weeds and everything, and you're just sick of it, you got eight different kinds of grasses. Now the time to cut it, kill it, and uh, reseed it. And and another and and back up the uh, the uh, way you do that because the first thing you want to do yes and answered your question if you look out there and it's either all you know seventy five percent weeds fifty percent or more weeds and let that less grass and whatever else or over the years you've seeded about any different type of grass cool season grass you could in there mm-hmm. and it's just a Duke's mix and it looks horrible mm-hmm. and you say it's time to renovate let's just get rid of this whole thing and start all over again for us it's now's the time. Right, and I'm talking like actually you should have looked at it a, a ten days, two weeks ago. But now's the time. Seeding wise, August fifteenth through September the thirtieth is the optimum seeding weeks. Okay. So, in answer to your question, yes, and the the process would actually be make sure everything's growing as best it can be. So, if you're in a situation where things have gone dormant, you want to water it, get it as green yeah. as you can, keep as much foliage as you can to spray the vegetation killer on. 
Okay. Let it work. Give it 10 days or two weeks. Let it work. Make sure you got everything out. Nothing greens back up. And then mow it down low. Okay. Core aerate, seed, feed, and you're ready to go. All right. Get inspired. If you're tired of looking at that lawn, I don't want to hear you about seeding it in May. Now's the time. Nope. Now's the time. All right, Ron. Thanks a bunch. You're welcome. All right, RonWilsonOnline.com, and uh, Liz and Jan, you're up next. As we continue, you're at home with Gary Sullivan. Time to get your hands dirty with Gary Sullivan. Give him a call at 1-800-823-TALK. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. Let's talk squeaky door hinges. The answer is Blaster's Multimax Synthetic Lubricant. Tight window and door tracks, you got it. Blaster Premium Multimax Synthetic Lubricant. Its odorless formula provides the longest lasting lubrication and protection against corrosion than anything else. Use it on thousands of applications and with Blaster's unique Pro Straw Top, you can control the flow from a wide spray down to just a drop for like a door hinge. Pick up a can at your local home or hardware store and always use Blaster products and work it like a pro. Gutter brush is the simple gutter guard I've used to protect my gutters for over 10 years, and it couldn't be easier. All you do is slide the three-foot sections into the gutters to keep them flowing year-round. Gutter brush has a great deal, just in time for fall, 25% off. The cost for most homes to be protected is between two and three hundred bucks. Visit gutterbrush.com or call 888-397-9433. Money back guarantee made in the USA. DecorativeSealingTiles.net is a beautiful way to cover up existing damaged or boring ceilings or walls or to truly enhance the look of your home. They have everything from decorative ceiling tiles to wall panels to faux wood beams, stone and brick and so much more not only do they pride themselves on their excellent products but you'll also find they have excellent customer service second to none plain to beautiful in just hours that's decorative ceiling tiles.net and for a limited time use code gary for 10 percent off well our friends at awesome are working hard to make your cleaning jobs easier awesome works to remove gunk and goo caused by biofilm buildup in jetted bathtubs spas swimming pools washing machines garbage disposals and shower drains black flakes bad odors and slow drains are history when the power of awesome is unleashed awesome is non-corrosive septic safe and works fast i've been using awesome in my home with great results for years proudly made in the usa get it clean keep it clean get awesome ahhsome.com Let's get back to work. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. Hope you're having a great weekend. Had a good week. Let me give you the phone number. You can join us talking about your home and home projects. It's 800-823-8255, and there's a spot for you. Let's go to Liz. Liz, welcome. Yes, I wanted to take you off the speaker. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, All right. So my roof, I think, is close to 30 years old. I have decided to bite the bullet and have it replaced this fall before winter. All right. Uh, I have some people coming to give me estimates, 
I want to sound halfway intelligent. Yes. Well, let me just give you a, a little bit of advice. Number one, you already said the right thing. You said I had a couple people coming to give me estimates. So that's always a good idea to have two or three estimates because what really happens when they give you an estimate is I will bet you a hot fudge Sunday that they all say a little bit different. Um, it depends how, it depends really what you want. So everybody focuses on, well, I want a shingle that'll last 25 years. Okay, well, that's... I don't care because yeah. I'm 82. Okay, well... <laughs> What you got to do is you got to see what the estimates say. Get good quality right. roofing contractors. You know, in other words, yeah. you know, they, they got good ratings with the Better Business Bureau. Maybe you've seen them in the neighborhood. Uh, maybe they've been recommended to you by someone. And get three estimates. And then you're going to have to really compare to see if they're apples and apples or apples and oranges. I'll give you an example. I had a roof put on my home two years ago. I got three estimates, just like I asked you to do. First estimate was um, the least expensive, but it didn't talk about replacing the flashing, which I think is imperative that you replace the flashing that okay. you tear so off. Okay, something to ask for. Yeah, well, they'll put it on. Any anymore, it's... You know, every company has their system, you know, and, and, you know, the really good roofing companies, they're going to replace the flashing. They're going to tear off the existing roof. They're going to put yeah, snow. Yeah, it's got two on, so I have to tear it off. Oh, you have to tear it off. Okay. They'll put snow guard on above the gutters the first four feet or so, um, which means if there was an ice dam and that water backs up, it couldn't leak underneath the shingles. Um right. And and those are really, you know, are they going to put flashing or are they just going to weave the shingles together? There's a lot of companies that just weave the shingles together and there's no problem. I prefer metal flashing, but okay. that doesn't mean the other way is not acceptable. Um, so what I would do really is, is wait till you get your three... Um, your 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 three Estimate. bids on there and then let's go over them you know kind of pick the one you want and you know let, let's see what they say there's a lot of people that they'll give you an estimate they won't even get on your roof yeah i mean they, they'll get drone footage right i know from, you know so so ventilation i know a few years ago you talked a lot about ventilation it's very important so i have three gables with a small triangle mm-hmm. and i have three i don't know mushroom things on my roof mm-hmm. little little metal things right is that enough I mean, well there's a formula the with ventilation because the house is 55 years old i don't know that i've had a problem yeah well the ventilation is key so if you have a warm house in the winter time and yeah. that and you got a cold attic and that warmth is getting up into the attic it can literally squeeze moisture out of the warm air and create moisture in the attic and have mold. Okay, I've never that's, had that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's one issue that ventilation is, yeah. is, you know. Another thing is, just by what you told me, it probably isn't set up properly in terms of creating good ventilation in that attic. 
Because if you got gable vents and you got the little um, vents on the roof, uh, shoebox vents or mushroom vents, that air could be coming through that gable vent and going right out the vents on the roof. What you want to do is you want to bring the air in from the soffit area, the lowest area of the roof. And then you want to push mm. all of that air out of the attic and out of the ridge vent or mushroom vents or whatever vent. But you want to bring it as low as you can and exit it as high as you can for proper I ventilation. Can, I don't have much of an overhang. I don't think there's much I can, well, that, no, I can do. See, yeah, sure, there is. And it may be what you have is the best they could do. Okay. So, you know, that, that's what I mean. There, there is no one-size-fits-all because you got to remember, until 1977, we didn't even ventilate attics well, because our houses really weren't <laughs> very tight. I mean, it didn't matter. There was so much <laughs> ventilation through the windows and the doors. We didn't need any yeah. of that. So I, I, I don't know whether I'm helping you or just, you know. Well, you sound, are because, you know, I mean, I was concerned, and, and I thought – you know, I, I remember you're talking about it, and I thought, now what is supposed to happen? Now, one of the things I do is I keep the attic entrance that's in the garage open all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I figure that might bring some. <laughs> it, it may, <laughs> unless there's a firewall and it doesn't even get to the, uh, the no, attic. No, 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 there isn't. Okay. Trust me. Okay. It's all, all one right. big open branch. Yeah, so it's just flushing everything out, so that's probably a good way to bring in air. You know, so that's I mean, the only way I could think of to get it in from bottom because, as mm-hmm. I said, my my overhangs are just probably six inches yeah. or much. I mean, and it's it's there. yeah, it's pretty pretty simple when you think of hot air rises. And yeah, you're, I know that. You know, in your attic, yeah, sure, you know yeah. that. And the hot air's in the attic, so you know it can't rise and leave that attic until cooler air can enter. Okay. <laughs> so it won't rise. So there's It'll nothing I can do about ventilation. There's nothing I should do about ventilation. Like I shouldn't ask for ridge vent because that's not they really will probably that. put they will probably put that in the quote anyway. They will I probably bring that up to code, and they'll put a okay. ridge vent, and they may close the gable vents because your roof warranty will be voided if there's not proper ventilation up there. Okay. So that's why I said you're so smart in getting three quotes because then you can lay it out and there's a good chance that pretty much all of it will be the same the pricing will be different and the main reason the pricing will be different is there'll be somebody that won't require or won't suggest metal flashing and and maybe you don't want that that's okay that's okay i think i have metal i have metal flashing now yeah and really that you know to get it where you really wanted to get the full warranty it's new metal flashing, it's new ventilation, it's new roofing shingles, yeah. it, you know, it, it's new underlayment. Yeah. But a lot of times they'll put new underlayment and they'll put the snow guard, but they'll just have like a shingle weave. And then you, you've okay. just got to make a decision whether whether you want that, whether that's okay. I mean, it's acceptable. It works. Yeah. Well, I would stick with the flashing, I think. because yeah, I think so. I mean, I've had the house is fifty. As I said, it's fifty-five years old. Mm-hmm. So I've not had any problems. I know there's snow guard on because they put it on after between the first and second. Well, they stuck it up right. under there. Right. After when we put the second thing on, right. a lot of people added it then. For sure, a lot of people added it. So let's get let's get your uh, let's get your estimates. And if you got any questions, please call back. 
Okay, because I'm getting right. them this weekend. Good for you. Good for <laughs> you. I wanted to sound intelligent. There you go. We all try. Ventilation. <laughs> yep, I hear you. All right, thank you very much, and uh, we'll, we'll get to Jan. Jan, welcome. Hello, Gary. Yes. I listen to your show all the time. I've learned so much about things to do around the house by myself, so Great. thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, I have a problem with a pocket door, and mm-hmm. my house was, it's a brick house, just a small ranch-style brick house with a basement, and there's a pocket door from my one entrance, which has a very small square and then two steps up into the kitchen so there's a pocket door between the kitchen and that entrance and how do you clean inside a pocket door i looked in there and i thought oh my gosh it has just got dust an inch deep on every one of the ridges that go across mm-hmm. and how much spacing do you have between your pocket door and your frame oh wow not very much um well between the pocket door in the frame or just the door? In well, the anything to get something very small back in there because the only way you're really going to do it without taking everything apart, and I don't think you want to do that, is to get like a small, skinny shop vac wand or something along those lines back there and suck that out. Yeah, and that's that's what I was contemplating, but I don't know. There's probably, oh, on one side of where the door slides in, it's like a quarter of an inch, and the other side, it might be you know, not even a half inch. Mm-hmm. So just a little bit more than a quarter. And if I shine a light in there, uh-huh. there's cross pieces in there that have just covered with dust. Mm-hmm. So I can push the door in and out of there and dust it every time. It's and I've tried. What I did was I took a piece of tubing, but I thought the dust is going to plug the tubing because it's little. Anything mm-hmm. small enough to get in there that's, that you could hook a vacuum to, I put a piece of tubing in and I tape it. Well, another thing you might do is um, if, you, if you go to the hardware store and take a look in their department where they have all the brushes, and I'm talking baby bottle brushes, refrigerator coil brushes, all these different types of brushes, there's a coil brush that's probably about three-eighths of an inch wide with bristles on it that will compress that you might be able to slide or i'm sure you'll be able to slide that back in there and get those dividers and clean those off and then get that dust either tangled in the bristles or to the base of the pocket door where you could vacuum them Uh, i would take a look at those brushes and, and and i think you'll find one that'll slide back there and probably at least dislodge the dust so that you can, in fact, vacuum it. And, well, then my and I, I thought of shoving something in there if I could get. I didn't realize that kind of brush was available. But then mm-hmm. all that's going to end up at the bottom. Right. And then how do I get it out of there? Because I still don't have any way to stick anything in there to vacuum it. Um, it's the width of a door. It's like a three-foot door or something. Mm-hmm. Um, geez, how far back in there do you have to go if the door's closed? I mean, when the door's, when the door's closed or in the pocket? Well, in the pocket. When the door's in the pocket, it's probably three feet, maybe. 
Mm-hmm. I could stick a yardstick in there and see, but mm-hmm. I can look in there, and every one of those little cross pieces is just loaded with dust. Yeah. And well, we'll I, see if I anybody's. Online, of course. Yeah, we'll see if anybody else has any good ideas. I guess the best idea I have at this point is to use one of those small coil brushes and try and drag as much of that dust out as you can, and then using a vacuum attachment. They've got one, but I think it's wider than a quarter of an inch. I mean, it's probably closer to a half inch, and um, maybe even you know, again, if you go buy their shop vacs and different things. Maybe there's an attachment that's smaller than than I know of that I'm talking about. I'd maybe even Google uh, shop vac attachments and see if there's one like on a hose or something. Or if anybody else knows, maybe they can help us out, Jan. So uh, keep listening. All right, your call's next at 800-823-8255. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. Help for your home is just a click away at GarySullivanOnline.com. This is At Home with Gary Sullivan. Dirty exterior? Well, don't scrub it. Wet and forget it. Wet and forget the easy outdoor cleaner. Wet and forget works over time with Mother Nature to eliminate unsightly black and green stains on the exterior of your home with no scrubbing, power washing, or bleach. Use wet and forget on all your outdoor surfaces, including decks, siding, roofs, and patios. Wet and forget's available in a concentrator or extreme reach hose in. Purchase wet and forget in a store or online at Lowe's, Menards, or Ace. Hey, Gary Selvin here for Roto Rooter Plumbing and water cleanup where first-year service technicians without prior experience are in great pay with excellent benefits. Roto-Rooter will train you on the job and as you gain skills you'll make even more money. Now these are good family supporting jobs that don't require a college degree or the student loan debt that comes with it. Learn more about high-paying life-changing jobs in the plumbing trade at rotorooter.com careers. Jaws, the Just Add Water System, has my favorite refillable household cleaners and the best glass cleaner I've ever used. Jaws has a cleaner specifically designed for every room of your home. The Jaws Ultimate Cleaning Kit includes six of their high-performance cleaners for every hard surface in your home, including my favorite glass cleaner. Each kit comes with two refill pods of each cleaner, along with color-coordinated microfiber tiles for only $49.99 in free shipping. Get Jaws Cleaners at Jaws cleans.com. Well, now you can check your backup sump pump from your smartphone thanks to the innovations from the Zoller Pump Company. I've been really impressed with Zoller's Aquanaut Fit 508. The Fit comes equipped with Z-Control, allowing you to test and monitor your backup remotely from your tablet or smartphone, giving you real-time peace of mind that your home is protected. That's not just convenience, that's confidence. Protect your home from flooding with Zoller's Aquanaut Fit 508. And for more info, visit ZollerPumps.com. All right, uh, nine minutes before the top of the hour. Yeah, just uh, taking a look at the uh, ShopVac website. There's uh, numerous types of uh, 
attachments. Of course, there's probably a grouping of probably 15 different attachments for a shop vac. And they do have an adapter that will bring it down to a small hose. So, again, I think that's probably the way. Again, if you can uh, take a look at it or get the exact measurements of that attachment, that might be a good way to clean back in there. All right, Jeff has a tip, so let's get to Jeff. Jeff, welcome. Uh, morning, Gary. Yeah, morning. I, uh, I, I found you got a shop vac. What you got to do is you got to be able to cut up a garden hose. I have a piece of marine garden hose, which is about three-eighths inch. Mm-hmm. And what I did with the end of that is uh, eight foot of garden hose. What I did was I wrapped around the end uh, as much electrical, about one inch wide electrical tape, all the way around the end until it, it met, met the size of the shop vac coat, yes, <laughs> and there, and I use that under I use that especially under the refrigerator, so and, and behind the refrigerator, so I don't have to move the refrigerator, right? To uh, to suck that baby out, and you can't believe the amount of pressure that shop vac will build up behind a three eighths inch hole. It's incredible, it's a, and it works well, great for that for that gal that was having trouble reaching. Right, perfect. It, yeah, it, so so if you're willing to cut up a garden, and they're cheap, right? You know. Yeah, and, and just just cut them nice and clean on both ends, and grab yourself a one eighth inch electrical tape and wrap one end, and you'll eventually you'll get to the size diameter of the end of your shop vac, and away you go. There you go. You know, it's amazing. I think shop vac's probably one of the tools that's altered more than any other tool, because I've that's done true. crazy things with a shop vac too, <laughs> where true. you know just to get that to that area. And when I was talking to her, I'm thinking, surely shop vac probably makes something. And uh, lo and behold, when I got on their website, they they do have an adapter to get you down to a little one. So if she doesn't want to well, make and, it, and the, and the neat thing about the garden hose thing is, is when you're when you're moving it around underneath the the uh, refrigerator and behind anything else, as as you're moving it around, you're actually causing the dust to stir back up, so right. it sucks it right out. Even yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes it's, it's kind of like its own little wand as it goes. So it, sure. it works great. So very good. You. Thank you for the Take call care. and thanks, thanks for the Back tips. To the show. Bye. You betcha. Bye-bye. I appreciate that. All right, uh, let's go to uh, Ron. Ron, welcome. Thank you, Gary, for taking my call. You bet. Uh, uh, my question is this. I have a uh, – my uh, front porch is concrete. It's probably about 16 and a half by 12, and it's got two iron posts, you know, that are holding up the roof. Uh, the problem is it's pulling away from the foundation. So if you're standing in front of it and looking at it, from left to right, it's probably like three-fourths of an inch crack going down to maybe an eighth of an inch. So my question is, can I use uh, hydraulic cement on that, or should I pack it with something first? Well, yeah, you got bigger problems than just that crevice, though, really, when you think about it. Um, it's pulling away, and it's prob- is it tilting forward also, kind of forward away from the house? You know, it's uh, probably it's difficult to you know to to, right. to notice. But uh, w- what happened was it had carpet on it, you know, and mm-hmm. I took the carpet up, so I didn't know that it was there for. It could have been there for literally for years. I mean, right. I don't know. Right. So uh, here's what I think's happening, and, and you know, I apologize, I can't see it, so I'm just guessing yeah. here. But when you have the porch and it's you know all uptight against the house. And then all right. of a sudden, it, there's a gap between that porch and the house. My guess is the very front part of that porch, even if it's just one corner of the front part of that porch, has settled. Yeah. 
because when right. we put those in and pour those, I mean, that's all fill for the most part. So over many, many years, it gets to be some settling. The slab's going with it, right? So we yeah. get a gap. And we all get the caulking, and it, it would be caulking that we'd use. You would use a urethane caulking, which is the best adhesion and the best flexibility. That keeps water out of there. It's not going to hold it together. If it continues to settle, it'll pull that caulking free. Um, the only way to really fix it is to uh, contact someone that can actually lift that porch up, which would be mud jacking, slab jacking, um, that type of person. Sometimes they'll even have to put like a little footer base under there. But usually slab jacking will just fill and you'll actually lift that porch up. The caulking is mm -hmm. just going to keep moisture out of it. Anything you put in there is just going to keep, you know, water out of it. Yeah, so keep, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, uh, acrylic, is that what you said? Uh, urethane. So oh, you're would, the, all right, you, Gary, thanks. All right, you bet. Take care. Yeah, and use a little backer rod. Push it down in there so you're not wasting a ton of caulking, too, and about three-eighths inch below the surface. And uh, that would be that would take care of the problem and put the urethane on top. That'll keep moisture. It's not going to fix the problem, but it'll keep it from getting worse. We hope. We'll continue with your calls. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. Improvement 101 with Gary Sullivan. Every weekend, classes begin at 1-800-823-TALK. You're at home with Gary Sullivan. I talk about a lot of products that can make your life easier, and I use and love Tearmender. It's been around since 1932. It's an adhesive to repair tears in all types of clothing, fabrics, leather, vinyl, footwear, and buttons. Tearmender can also repair canvas awnings, tents, carpet, and fabric furniture. It's one product you've got to have around your home, and it's a must-have for all your winter projects. Tearmender is available at your local hardware store, Amazon, or find a store at Tearmender.com and more great make-do and men's solutions and ideas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.